Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here and he's back. Back in the shed, back in the UK, back in the the rain. Back in isolation. You're back in isolation. (laughs) More isolation. More oh, isolation, mate. Oh, I don't know. I don't get uh, it. It's only right, though, isn't it? Especially when you're coming back from a country that has had zero. Um, Malta, yeah, zero the, for a week. Yeah, COVID bad, yeah, cases. Yeah. Zero. We really need to be isolating those people. We're I think you lot should there. be isolating if I'm coming back. <laughs> I think that does sound fair. Mm. That does sound fair. So you're back. So you flew back last week, and um, yeah. this is like your last day of isolation, isn't it? Uh, yes, I, I, do, you do think I'll test and release on day five, but obviously you don't oh, get the results till about day eight. So it's kind of pointless because <laughs> it's only 10 days isolation anyway. So we'll, we'll see. It's absolutely hilarious. It doesn't make any it? sense, but you know, we'll <laughs> just go along it, with it. We'll just, just go along with it. Aren't they saying track and trace was like £38 billion? You know, no. And I mean, the, the, the space, the flew to space for 20, 20 billion. I know. We could have just gone to, to a new twice. planet and started again without COVID. That would have out. actually been cheaper yeah, than cheaper. Track and Trace. Yeah, cheaper <laughs> and better. More fun, isn't it? <laughs> but then you bring home the Venus variant or something. Oh, like not the Venus variant. That's worse, oh, isn't it? Listen to you with your Venus variant. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's not worth it. Well, look, we're glad you're back. We're glad you're back. Yeah, and nice it was annoying because I was in London yesterday. Yeah. And I w- and I had a free day, mm. and I yeah. wanted to come and see you, and I couldn't come and see you. No, because of isolation. Oh, you know. Isolation station. Nightmare. Nightmare. Oh. Um, but anyway, you're back, and that's the main thing. And and yeah. and I I imagine if I if I know anything from my own relationship and own uh, f- being a dad, that when you got back, you were given just a, a couple of days to sort of adjust to... acclimatise, yeah, just acclimatise. Like, you know, it was like, oh, you know, we'll just stay quiet around Daddy. And, um, yeah. you know, he's been working very hard for the last 10 weeks. Yeah, he's and, been doing uh, six day weeks for the last 10 weeks, so he's absolutely yeah, shattered. Yeah. So let's just... Let's just but anyway, I'm off to him. work, so you look after the, the five-year-old, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Straight in. Yeah, it's fine. In. I built, I mean, on day one, I built a, a Lego high speed train. Took me four hours. My back was killing just from being on the floor. Yeah, but, I bet. Uh, you know, it was nice to be back. And it's lovely to be back in nice. the shed because, you know, I know where everything is. I did yeah, all these uh, sort of um, soundproofing thing. And obviously, in the heat, they've all fallen off the ceiling. So it looks a oh. bit like a bomb site. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, anyway, anyway, Steve's back. I'm. I've never been away, so we're all good. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, did you watch the uh, the Euros, mate? Did you watch the England-Scotland? I, I, I haven't seen it yet. No, how did we get on? Because they're the third lowest <laughs> place team in the competition and we're meant to yeah, be winning yeah, it, yeah. aren't we? So I imagine, what was it, like 4-5-0, mm. something like that? Mm-hmm. It was, was a, a well, board draw, nil-nil. Yeah, I did, did um, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's boring, wasn't it? Of course. Uh, yes. Or as, or if you're Scottish, they won nil-nil. Oh, <laughs> that's, what I mean, felt, yeah. that's what it felt like. I was there, and it very much felt like... <laughs> was going, it was definitely nil-nil, wasn't it? Have I missed the goal? Yeah, well... Like, well really, yeah. But I guess you would, wouldn't you? That's exactly how you celebrate if you... If you were playing a team that you thought you were going to get battered against, mm, yeah, so Amazing. you see that's football, isn't it? You can't, you can't judge anything. You just can't. You? You no, can't call it. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, if England were in the Premier League, where would they yeah. finish? Oh, about good one that it. I think about eleventh. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they'd be top half. No, I don't think they'd be top half. Not just below, half just below Palace. Place. I think if they got. <laughs> I think England would finish below Palace, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think Southgate's probably not... I don't think he'd finish in top half. He's not, like... He's not um, adventurous, Dynamic. Is he? he doesn't yeah, change dynamic. stuff, does he? When I was no. watching that game yesterday, there was, it was, wasn't working, was it? Scotland no. were passing it freely and having a lovely time. Mm. He didn't do anything. He didn't change no. anything. No, that's it. He needs to sort that that, that out. And and uh, am I being biased, right? But when he took Foden off, did you go, what? Yeah. I mean, just for the haircut. Keep him on for the haircut. <laughs> I mean, let's not talk about football all the time. But yeah, St- Sterling's a great player, but he, he didn't have a good game yesterday, did he? Just no, he didn't. Off, really. He didn't. He took Foden off. But he was the one who was... took Foden off. The wrong one off. 
Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, look, we're not a football show. We realise it's not talk sport. But um, but I was at the actual game, Steve. Okay. Um, it's my first ever England game. Oh, was it? Did yeah. it feel Did it feel longer if you were there? It was quite long to watch. <laughs> it did. It did feel long. Um, it was broken up by snacks, uh, yeah. but it was. Um, it was. It was a. It was a fun day. I wasn't going to go. I came down on Thursday to do. Would I lie to you? Yeah. I was over at Pinewood, and I was heading straight back to Manchester straight after the uh, after after that, and um, I got sort of chatting with Lee Mack uh, about the football, and then. I'd, I'd seen something online that someone was selling a couple of tickets. All right, okay. And I sort of mentioned it to him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'd be interested in that. Maybe would you would you go?" I was like, "Well, maybe. I've never been to one." And yeah, you know, twenty four hours later, there I am, Wembley. Yeah, watching England in a poor draw. Yeah. Um, not. I've got to say, it wasn't worth what I paid. <laughs> no, no. I mean, if, if this conversation happened again today, I've got to say, I can get some tickets to the England game. You, you'd be like, no, yeah, I'd say, I, I'd say Gareth Southgate owes me money from the last time. Yeah. Um, apparently, one of the um, commentators said, this is edge of your seat stuff at one point. Um, really? Yeah, I was a bit like, I, I, I've called, I call it edge of your sleep stuff. Well, yeah, you were nodding off, so you could have oh, fell off your seat. That, easily. That That's the only reason it was edge of the seat, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's in off. danger of nodding off. But anyway, we've got to look positive, haven't we? Because we did win the first game, we've drawn the second, we're, we're, we're through. What was it? Yeah. What, in what? an ideal world, we finish second anyway, so we don't play Portugal. So did you, uh, yes, did you have we to were. wear masks and stuff? How did it work? Yeah, it was, um, you had to have, uh, you, you sort of, essentially, your vaccine passport on your phone. On the NHS, there's an NHS app mm. that, links in it's mad you've got to like put your um a picture of your driver's license or your passport in that's not the mad bit then you've got to do a video where you say some random numbers to prove it's you oh that's weird it's really weird what I don't numbers know. did you go with <laughs> <laughs> nil nil <laughs> uh, so then you get your yeah so then you get your passport it's linked in, to your doctors and so when you get there it shows that you've had your two vaccines okay so that's uh, that's how you get it. Um, or you do one of those flow tests and uh, register it, and then you do that. So everybody there was, um, you know, had done... COVID-free. Had done a so to, so yeah, to, yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, so, but then when you're in there, yeah, you're, you, have to, you have to wear your mask. I did feel sorry for the stewards, i got to say, because there's some people who are like, not on board, are they? You know, no. you imagine what football fans are like anyway. 20% are absolute morons. It's, that's standard. That's always, yeah. That's that's every club. Unless Wolves it's an away game. City have that. Unless it's Everyone an away game and then it's 90%. Then it's 90%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I did feel sorry for these stewards going around. Can you put your mask on? Can you oh, put your mask no. on? You know, but... Nah, mate, I'm... Uh, I don't but have to do that. Emphysema, mate. What, 16? <laughs> don't have to wear one. <laughs> you do, actually. No, I'm, all, I'm I'm exempt, mate. I'm exempt. No, you're not the way because you'd have you'd have a pass. Yeah, oh, I'm exempt, mate. Like... On this flat earth we live on. Yeah, I'm exempt. <laughs> uh, one of them. Yeah. So it was um, it was it was a good day for people watching, but uh, not a great day for English for football, football watching. <laughs> certainly, congratulations to Scotland, uh, and we'll see what happens in the next round. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Bin chat. Bin. Steve, big bin chat news this week. Big, big bin it news. had to be a good big bin. Um, it had to be, didn't it, for Father's Day? I mean, it's one oh, of yeah, of course it is. It's yeah. one of the special events in a father's life when you become mm. in charge of the bins. Yeah, that first day when you're given the the reign of the bins. That's like the day after the wedding, isn't it? That's like a knighthood, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's you. Go sort the bins out. Um, this is uh, this is a big story in Leicestershire, Steve. In of course Leicestershire, it's in Leicester, yeah. of course, always in Leicester. Furious locals have been threatened with one hundred pound fines for leaving their bins out overnight. What? The outraged <laughs> residents have blasted the council responsible for the decision and say they'll refuse to pay. Neighbours living in seven Leicestershire streets have been warned all wheelie bins and recycling containers left outside are causing a nuisance. And anyone who leaves their bin out overnight will be slapped with a fine for littering. Oh, no. I mean, you put your bin out the night before. What, are you meant to get up at like five o'clock in the morning and put it out? Is that what they're asking you to do? 
I, I, it doesn't really explain what you're supposed to do. Um, a lot oh, of people man. complaining. Simon Morris says it's a balmy idea. Of course, I've not heard balmy for a while. It's balmy. Yeah, it's balmy. Absolutely balmy. Uh, how can it run properly when some people like me work twelve-hour shifts and others live alone or go away? Have you have you then got to call someone to bring your bin in at night? The new rule will apply to just a few streets in a tiny parish of Glenfield. The council can't force us to bring our bins in if we're not at home. They're not happy, aren't they, mate? No. Somebody serious. says it's a rubbish plan. They've not even worked out that that's a little cheeky that's pun either. a little either. pun, isn't it? Yeah, a little, little pun. Uh, Councillors want to introduce the new rule, which would effectively make it a criminal offence to leave a bin out under the public space's protection order. Oh, dear. I mean... It's just inventing red tape for red tape's sake, aren't they? Uh, really? Do you know what I mean? If the world hasn't got enough to think about right now. No one was ever clapping the people who worked at the council, were they? Did you notice that during it the pandemic? It was never for them. Year? It was never for them, was it? Never. In fact, I'd clap, and if I saw somebody work for the council, I'd just stop. <laughs> stop. And go, in front of them. not for you. Not this yours. Is for the, this is for the bin men and the people working in the shops and the nurses. Not you, I mean, mate. Not you. They were probably coming around to tell you to keep the noise down, to be honest. Otherwise, yeah, they probably were, yeah. Hey guys, would you don't want to be a party pooper, but. Yeah, well, you are, aren't you? <laughs> I'm from the council here. No. I've probably found out I'm doing a... You set up a radio station in your shed. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to apply for it. Oh, come on, <laughs> this mate. This is not a commercial property. You're going oh. to... <laughs> um, I'm not a council guy. Not a council guy. Well, look, why don't we find out what um, the, the this... Because there's obviously some people who are going to be devil's advocate here mm. um, or think it's a good idea. Uh, Mum of two, Isabella, Ooh. backed the plans, calling them brilliant. Uh, she doesn't put the bins out there, does she? Well, what she says is, exactly, what she says, uh, bins are left out on the streets, blocking pushchairs, mobility scooters and cyclists. The people complaining mm. about it are probably the ones leaving the bins out. Yeah, I would argue. People don't put their bins out when people are walking around in pushchairs and shop mobility. They no. put them out at 10 o'clock at night, the night before. No one yeah. should be wandering around in a pushchair. You'll be judged if you are. Ah, uh, yes, exactly. The question is, are they banning the bins going out the night before the bin men get here? Or are they saying, once the bins are out, you've got to bring them back in at some point that day? Which, that doesn't seem unreasonable. No, that's actually. not unreasonable, that bit, yeah. What, but the next the, day when they're emptied? Yeah, once they've been emptied, get them in. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. They'll be leaving them out, but under You'll be at work, won't you? Off. Most people will be at work when they're Well, that's it. That's what mm. a few of them are saying. Paul Sanders, Head of Community Services at North West Leicestershire District Council. I bet he's a laugh. Here we go. <laughs> Over the last few years, we've received yes. an increase in complaints from residents and have identified a number of problems as a result of people leaving their bins oh, out no. in certain parts of Colville. We've These done, a, problems. We've done a, a, a pie chart of joy, and apparently this is the sli largest slice of non-joy since me. <laughs> These problems are having a negative impact on our residents' quality of life, including having to work around obstructions on pavements and roads, being exposed to vermin and bins mm. being torn open or tipped over, leaving these areas looking untidy and unattractive. Um, I bet his Instagram page is a real hoot. <laughs> Look, you know, I'd say let the bins out the night before. I know I'm not in charge of Leicester Council, but I'd say it's only let seven the bins streets. stay out. It's only seven streets. It's only seven <laughs> streets, yeah. Leave the bins out. Oh, you, you're allowed to put the bins out the night before. I'm not having that. I'm not getting up early. No. You've got enough to think about in the morning before the yeah. bins. That's fine. But once they've been emptied, get them, bring them in. As soon That's as fair. humanly possible. If you're at work, yes, as then soon what are you going to do? Exactly. You know. Or, Seven streets, just get together, get a little Facebook group and go, listen, I'm going to be at work and somebody just dragged my bin in do my Paul bin comes down and starts fine. boring the life out of me. Yeah? yeah? I'll tell you what I'd do. If I lived what? on that street, because I'm around in the day a mm. lot of the time, I would offer my services to bringing people's bins for 50 quid. That's not a bad idea. What, they all, what each bin? Well, Are you trying to recoup the money of your England-Scotland ticket? <laughs> you're getting fined 100 quid if you leave that bin out. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. I'll, for half price, I'll bring it in for you while you're at work. Mm, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Ooh, hello. A little bit uh, of money uh, making. Actually, hello, there. Paul again here. Under the Trade <laughs> Subscription Act, you cannot act as a business bringing, you need to register your business with a oh. nah, Shut up, Paul! <laughs> Manford. Don't you notice, Steve, that um, the difference between Father's and Mother's Day is 
Mother's Day, mm. you go, right, I've breakfast in bed and uh, I'm going to take the kids and you relax. You go to a spa thing maybe and you sort of, the Mother's yeah. Day seems to be a day where they don't have to be a mother, essentially. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You do a little bit with the kids maybe, but it's more about them sort of chilling out, relaxing. And, and yeah. Father's Day is like, right, it's Father's Day. Is the kids going to do something with the kids? It's Father's Day. Yeah. Do you want some toast in like bed? It's... Not in bed, yeah. but downstairs. I mean, not oh, in bed. Okay. Don't be yeah. an animal. All right, yeah. It's not taken as seriously. Not the same, is it? No. But, I mean, I you know, that's... And I'm not saying, you know, I mean, we didn't go through the actual birth bit. No, that so seems to be the hardest understand. bit, I think. I think so. Well, you say that, Steve, but do you remember after Hal was born, you were in... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was on the sort of holding my wife's hand while she was giving birth. My my back's never been the same since. Never been right, has it? I don't seem to get any sympathy off my wife. I mean, did any of the midwives even ask you how you were? I don't think they even acknowledged me. I mean, they didn't even know your name. They didn't. I did. I remember they did, they did go at one point. They went, okay, so listen. So me and, sorry, what's your name? I went, Steve. And they went, yeah, me and Steve. That was about two hours in. I do, I do remember that. Yeah, I made the mistake of filming. Uh, oh, no. My, what are you doing? I know. I don't know, Steve. I just thought. What, filming what? Film. Filming you or filming? No, the birth. Oh dear! I thought she might want to watch it later. No, no one wants to watch that later. No, he's three. She's you don't never want that even... in the cloud. <laughs> he's never even watched it. Never even asked. I'd want to watch it. I sometimes film me popping spots. Mm-mm. Watch it back. Ooh. So I definitely, if I gave birth, I would definitely watch that. Are back. you a spot popper? We've, have we had this conversation? Have we? Uh, I'm not. I don't like it. But Lucy, yeah, I mean. From, yeah, my wife's body. the same. Some people do. Some people are spot poppers. Some people are anti-spot yeah. poppers. Yeah, I am anti-spot. Uh, I wouldn't do it because Tam does. I wouldn't do anyone else. What's that? And I go, no, nah, it's not ready yet. I just, I just <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, that's my conversation. Not ready yet. Fine. Not ready. Not ready yet. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I will be like, I'll, maybe I'll get out the shower, and uh, I'll be walking across the the bedroom, and Lucy will look at me like I am. Mm. The sexiest thing that I've, that she's ever seen. Like, like you're a charcuterie just walking towards her. Yeah, she's like, oh, and I think, oh, hello, I'm in here. Yeah. And then she goes, go on, let us have it. And I think, oh, I will let you, you have it. I tell you once, <laughs> oh, I went you for mean a, a spot. <laughs> oh, that's spot. I went for a massage once, and halfway through the back massage, I felt the woman just fetch your phone. I just did it. And then I came out, and my girlfriend at the time went, where's that? Where's that thing on off your back? And I was like, oh, I think she, and she was like, what? She did what? <laughs> like, <laughs> she'd been, had an eye on it for like two weeks. Oh, I'll have that when that's ready. And then some oh. helpful massage woman, she went, oh, I'll take that away. Oh, livid. Absolutely livid. livid. Taking the food out of her mouth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, Father's Day was originally uh, invented, unlike mm. Mother's Day, it was actually met with laughter. Was it? Yeah, okay. it was like it was met with it was it was parodied and in local newspapers, um, and like became like a target of satire and stuff and derision because people thought it was a hilarious concept to have yeah, a Father's Day. Still hanging around a little bit, that isn't it? I think it is a little bit. <laughs> I think it definitely is the idea of it. It's it's almost like when you, you know you're a kid and you go, "Hang on, it's a Mother's Day and a Father's Day. When's Kids Day?" And your mm. parents go, "Every day's Kids Every Day. Every single day is Kids Day. Every day." That's a little bit like if you went, like, there was no Father's Day. I mean, don't forget, Father's Day was is what, like 1910 it was first invented right. uh, in, in America. So they've been a Mother's Day for however long. And then somebody went, I think a Father's Day. In 1910, women mm. can't even vote at this point. And blokes yeah. are going, hang on, what have you got? What's yeah. that thing? What's that day you've got? We want that. Now we have what? Hang on, I've just got to go this First World War thing. I've seen a bit. <laughs> <laughs> So Father's Day is invented in, in, in 1910 and um, because they were just going, oh, you've got Mother's Day, we want, we want a Father's Day. Who was it invented like, by so Clinton's just, cards? Uh, it was actually invented by uh, Mrs. Sonara Smart Dodd, who wanted to mm. honour her father, who's a veteran, mm. who had, as a single parent, raised his six children. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, so that makes sense. But, I mean, he sounds like he put a shift in. Yeah, he sounds like... Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of fellas not not doing that level He's of fathers. Yeah, there should be a scale, <laughs> shouldn't there? Like a one there to ten. Should, yeah. But I can imagine at the time when it got... like I couldn't understand why he got Father's Day, but for the rest of it, it would have been like... Maybe you should have a Father's was... Day, a sort of half-Father's Day, the fella in the corner with the chin... <laughs> Day, you know, like he's there, but he's not really. Yeah, he's not engaged. They're not engaged. No. Father's Day, 
But I imagine at the time there was a lot of, you know, these blokes going, I'm, I want a Father's Day. And there was a lot of women going, every day's Father's Day. Mm. <laughs> like they do That's now on Kids Day. I've got some facts for you, Steve. I've got some dad facts. Dad facts. Yeah, some uh, some some Father's Day facts, in fact. Okay, okay. <laughs> facts. That's fact a lot facts. of facts. It's a lot of facts. Uh, so, as we mentioned uh, before the news, so uh, Father's Day invented 1910 originally, mm-hmm. uh, but the first president to support the concept of Father's Day was uh, Calvin Coolidge. That was 1924, but not until 1966 did Lyndon Johnson sign a presidential proclamation that resulted in the declaration of the third Sunday of June as Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Took a very yeah. long time. Uh, yeah. 1966, what a year for dads. Oh, wasn't it? I mean, Summer English dads. <laughs> English dads, welcome. <laughs> and, and we get a Father's Day. Whee! <laughs> Life could not get better in 1966. Here's a question for you. So according to uh, greeting card maker Hallmark, Father's Day is the fifth largest selling holiday. Oh, is it? Fifth? Yeah. Fifth. So, what, so what's above? What do you reckon? Oh, okay. the four, well, Mother's four Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, is Christmas not count? Does that count? Was that, is it not? I don't is know, it? does it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, four. I guess it's non-religious, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So. Um, happy Second Holy Communion? <laughs> no. That one? No. no. Mother's Day is number one. Yeah. Come on, you're an old romantic. What's number two? Oh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Oh, Valley Boo Boo. Uh, Halloween is fourth. I mean, not I in this I've ever sent think... a card. No, yeah. I think you this is a in... card for Halloween, do you? you well, apparently they do. Throw a spider's web in their face. <laughs> according to Hallmark, in, in America, we don't do it, of course. No, but we will soon, Hallmark, no, won't we? Yeah, of course we will. 5.8 billion cent spent on uh, on cards. <laughs> Halloween cards. Wishing mm, you a spooky um, day. St. Patrick's Day, and then uh, finally... That's probably them as well, isn't it? St. Patrick's Day. We wouldn't send a card for St. Patrick's Day. We'd just buy someone a pint. Exactly. That's not us at all. Uh, In Germany, Steve, Father's Day is celebrated differently from other parts of the world. Uh, Well, it's Father's Day, isn't it? Father's Day. I mean, that's sort of what it's called over here. Yeah, it should be. Uh, Manatag, Men's Day, is celebrated by getting drunk with wagons of beer and indulging in regional food. Police and emergency services are on high alert during regional food. I love what's regional food. In Germany, it's just a sausage, isn't sausage, it? Sausage, isn't it? Sausage. Regional food. Uh, but that's a day where they get absolutely hammered. Uh, men's okay. Day, right? Men's Day. Uh, men's Day. Uh, going for a floral gift. Traditionally, fathers should be given the gift of white or red roses. Well, I've never, ever been given roses for Father's Day. No. No, I've never been given any flowers. I don't think anyone's ever bought me flowers. I think I've bought you flowers once. I think I've bought you flowers, actually. Yeah, we've bought flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Were we being ironic? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I don't, who knows anymore? Um, where a red rose signifies a living father, while a white one represents a deceased one. So there you go. Oh. That's some roses. Okay. Uh, the trusty slipper is, isn't the most uh, popular Father's Day present. It's actually a tie. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense, yeah. Does make sense because you've got to know the size of somebody's feet, haven't you? Yeah. Whereas with a tie, one size fits all. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh, The world record for having the most number of children officially recorded is sixty-nine by the first wife of Fyodor Vasilyev. The first Uh, wife. Did he have more with his second wife? uh, It doesn't actually. It doesn't say. But it it was in seventeen oh seven. His first wife gave birth to sixteen pairs of twins. Seven sets of triplets and four sets of quadruplets. I mean, how is this coming up as a Father's Day fact? Surely she should have got both awards, both days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 69. It, just, it says first wife. So after all that, he went, do you know what? I just think we're not really compatible, so I'm going to go and <laughs> marry again. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Uh, although there's no evidence of its origin, it's believed that the word dad dates back to as early as the 16th century. It is said to come from the first syllables uttered by babies. Uh, pa plus the kinship suffix ter, parter, uh, for the Latin parter, uh, Spanish uh, padre, and the French per, is it per? Pere? Per. Papa. Uh, papa. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe it's, it comes from baby talk. And uh, in Thailand, last last fact, in Thailand, Father's Day is set as the birthday of the king. So December fifth is the birthday of the current king, 
yeah. uh, so Thais celebrate by giving their father or grandfather a, uh, a canna flower, which is considered to be a masculine flower. Oh, manly flower. There you go. There you it's got like a spanner in it or something. <laughs> masculine flower. Little tiny, but a masculine flower look like. Flower. You can like a flower, can't you? <laughs> I think so. I think it's fine. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I mean, I love a fact at the best of times, Steve. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love it. But I love a fact that I say it every time. And I was I was on the bus the other day from Stockport back home. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I went past Stockport Viaduct. Well, yeah, I know what the fact is already. <laughs> you know what the fact is already, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I know what's going to be. What's the yeah. fact? That is it the largest single brick structure in Europe. In, is that what in, it is? In Europe. I sometimes make it the world. Oh dear. Depending, okay. on, <laughs> depending on how I feel. Um, sometimes I get mixed up and say single brick sounds like they've made it out of one brick, but that's one not, massive it's brick. Just bricks. Like yeah. Rather bricks, than having yeah. a concrete um, sort of thing in it, it's all bricks. I think that's what the single yes, brick thing is. Exactly. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, it's contentious, Steve. I put it online. I'm sure it is. I'm like, sure it is. Sometimes, oh. sometimes you'll say aqueduct accidentally as well instead of viaduct. Yeah, <laughs> people are very angry about. What about Albert Docks in Liverpool? What about such and such a thing? I said, yeah, but I think there must be something They're different about that. Someone, That's what I say. That's a building that you know you can work in or live in. This is picking a street, isn't it? And going, look at this is a single brick structure and it's a row of terraced houses. You can't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's the little fact, and I must say it every time. um, And uh, to a to a point actually, where my daughter just once said it when we were in the car driving past it to you, just like before many times, like just verbatim, verbatim, and before I could say it to her. And I think this happens a lot. I think it happens a lot where you uh, you just have one of these facts in you and it, it just it's every time that you go past something or you see someone or a TV programme starts or whatever it is yeah. and you just can't help saying your fact, dad facts. Um, and mum facts as well, to be fair. Quite a lot of the people who've uh, messaged us are, are mums. Uh, Sophie, in fact says, uh, very proud to tell everyone South End has the longest pleasure pier in the world. Oh, she's put pleasure in there. Like there's she's something, put pleasure like in It's not there. the longest pier, but it's the longest pleasure pier. <laughs> pleasure pier. Like she's been that. corrected before. So I <laughs> exactly. think the one in Clandidno is quite big, isn't it? But I think that maybe oh. that's, maybe that's not a pleasure that. pier. Maybe that's different. Joanne mm. says, mad as a hatter comes from the hat factories in Stockport yeah, when they use chemicals on the felt to shape the hat. It, it affected the workers, lead. making them a bit crazy. Yeah. Hence yeah. Lewis Carroll's using it as an Alice. In, in it's lead, isn't it? It's the lead in the... In Is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. I don't know. It's the fact. That's the fact we know. Whether it's true or not, who knows? Who knows? It, doesn't, it sort of doesn't matter. That's the beauty of dad facts, by the way. If you're listening right now and you're thinking of correcting us on any of these dad facts, it's not, not about whether they're not 100% correct. <laughs> yeah, no. They're about 85 90% correct, but they're correct to whoever's saying them, okay? Mm-hmm. We're living in a post-fact time anyway, Steve. We're living in a post-expert time. People don't trust facts and... No, and these dad facts have been around before Wikipedia and before Google. Exactly. So exactly. no one was pulling people in 1930 going, actually, it's not the biggest single brick structure in Europe. No one was doing that. Like <laughs> guy for the council again. He's back, yeah. Well, he will, he's a guy, guy who would... Oh, Hello, da- sorry, the dad facts feature is not actually technically a feature because you've got dads and mums. So what is going on there? You know, this guy, oh, Killjoy, te- Paul, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Paul Terry, you're going to call him. He's back again. He's back again. Uh, Sam says, when I used to take my kids to the Adventure Ball Pit, that in my day was our local nightclub, they knew... it where me and their dad had met in 1997. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So they, you're not cornered by the slide. Yeah, go on. <laughs> what they don't know is it's also where I won a Miss Wet T-shirt competition in 1996. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, Crikey. Yeah. Crikey. Oh, so in the corner where the Coke where, machine is, yeah. That's mad, isn't it? So there's like a play mm. centre of softball, there's like a soft play centre and, and the ball pit and the slides. It's all that. And it used to be a nightclub. sat there. She's just sat there thinking, I remember over there. I got yeah. groped in that corner there by your dad. Yeah, yeah probably worse that went on in different corners. <laughs> yeah. Probably best not to dwell on it. <laughs> I think so. Jim Easton says, the first town in the UK to get town centre CCTV monitoring was my hometown of Airdrie. Really? And that, and that wasn't really a surprise. 
Oh. It's a bit rough at the time. Crikey, there you go. Who knew that? That's a good fact, isn't it? Yeah. That's like, like that, that one about who, who used the first cash machine, that sort of Reg Varney thing. That's all that, isn't it? And, What's that you know, one? I don't know that one. First, the man who used the first ever cash machine was Reg Varney out of, um, Reg Varney out of On the Buses. On the Buses? 1968 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Abbey National. Wow. That's mental. And I think the, one of the first mobile phone was Ernie Wise. Random <laughs> facts. <laughs> That's really weird. Uh, Alison says, the starving rascal pub was so cold because the landlord failed to feed a hungry man and woke up the next day to find him dead on the doorstep. All right, keep it light, Alison. What, well, just change the name of the pub? <laughs> yeah, he vowed never to, to never see anyone go hungry again. When this happened, or if it happened at all, I'm unsure, but if yeah. anyone has ever been in the car with me, they will have heard that story 700 times. That's it's called the like. starving rascal. I mean, if the landlord had really <laughs> relented, he would have changed the name of the pub to, I'm sorry, I got it wrong, I'll be a better man. Instead of calling it starving yeah. rascal. The, the lazy landlord. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he should be called. Crikey. Uh, Jan says, my boyfriend who lives in Birkenhead constantly tells me, did you know New York Central Park was based on Birkenhead Park? Mm, seems unlikely. Really? <laughs> well, St- Steve, I know you're saying that, but she's yeah. actually given me a link. I know, I'm sure there's a, yeah. To I'm a sure website. A yeah. We're a list.com, so they, would, yeah. they wouldn't lie, would they? No, why would they? I yeah. mean, they're just, they're just a, a website about the community that this is set in. <laughs> I mean, I have, oh, when I've wandered around Central Park, I have thought, it's very like the Wirral list. Have you? <laughs> you know, when you're wandering around. That. Do you know what this reminds me of? The Wirral. Yeah, Roncorn. But this reminds me of Roncorn. Frederick Law Olmsted, who travelled mm. to Liverpool via the ship, visited the Wirral as a matter of urgency. Um, in later writing, inclu- concluded that Birkenhead was a model town built in all accordance with the advanced mm. science, tastes and enterprising spirits that are supposed to distinguish the 19th century. Wow. Well, on the subject of that, I've got one, because where I'm from in Cannock, Cannock Chase, Mm. Tolkien used to live nearby. There's a rumour that Middle Earth is is Cannock Chase, the sort of the size and the way it looks. That's what he based that on. So that's another rumour that's probably not true, but people say it anyway. I like that. These are the things that we like, that they're... It doesn't matter that they're unverified, some of them. No, it's actually better. It's actually better. (laughs) Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Natalie messaged. She says, "Which football ground is closest to the Mersey?" I I mean, I know this because this is another one that you would. Yeah, this is another one that you'd say when you were driving past the Stockport Viaduct. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. It's Edgley Park in Stockport. Stockport County, isn't it? Yeah, you would naturally think it was one of the Liverpool clubs, wouldn't you? They've sort of commandeered the Mersey, haven't they? They've taken that, and there's their own river, haven't they? Comes right here. Yeah. Manchester, Salford, Stockport. Um, hey, ferry across the Mersey near Edgley Park doesn't take long, though, does it? You no, get it a ferry in there. <laughs> no, you really wouldn't. It's only little. Uh, Clive says the other fact I remember is that the Hawthorns, West Brom's mm. ground, highest, is the highest, highest above sea level. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. yeah, it's also the, go, the f- worst ground as well. <laughs> <laughs> of a little, little is known that a dad fact, fact Steve. I think so. It's a Wolves dad's it? fact. It's a Wolves <laughs> yeah, dad's fact. Yeah, it's a they're different sort of facts. I mean, if you asked a West Brom dad's fact, he would say the same thing about the Molyneux. So it's, you know, much for muchness. Like you said, don't have to be verified. This is what we think. Uh, and while talking about trivia, Susie messes, the word trivia comes from uh, in Rome where three, try, try, roads via met there will be a notice board alerting people to news facts and information oh that's good that's good i mean i don't even want to check if that's true because that sounds brilliant if i check that actually this is not true it's back again it's not (laughs) actually true so but no no, i don't want to check that that's good that's That's a great fact good fact trivia about trivia this has gone wow that is meta isn't it um i tell you the other one uh steve that i've I got from my dad, and I also say to my children is, and this is not true because I've actually looked into it. It's about the fellow who lives in the middle of the motorway. Oh, the, when you're on the way to Leeds, that one that on fella. the way to Leeds, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Paul's message because he says um, 
I always remind the family that this is the highest motorway point in the UK. Just say that. Well, there's a sign that points. says it when, on your, when you're passing it, there, yeah. Yeah, he, he does put usually about five minutes before we see the sign. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Told you. <laughs> does he do <laughs> that when he goes past the sign? <laughs> oh, yeah. I must have just popped that up. Yeah, I said, I said that. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> uh, but the fact, in inverted commas, that was always told is that he refused to move. The fella in the middle uh, of the road. Yeah, he's got the, his farm. The began, yeah, so he's got a farm in the middle of the motorway. It goes mm. either side of his house, yeah. and he refused to move, and that's why they. Uh, so they rather than compulsory purchase it, they went right. We're just going to build either side. But yeah. in in real life, yeah, it was marshy land, way, wasn't it? It was something to do. Yeah, with it was the, just the way the lay of the land was. And I think was the, it was like marshy, boggy land, and they had to go round mm. it. I think that's what it is. That's, yeah, that's, but it don't matter. So, uh, don't let, we're not don't letting matter. the facts get in the way of the facts. No, exactly. Don't let the facts <laughs> get in the way of the facts. Exactly. Uh, Paul Watson uh, says, uh, let's see if you can finish this, Steve. Birmingham. More canals than Venice. That's literally word for word. What I, know, I do, I do, because this is one they always say. But I mean, <laughs> as Stuart Lee says, as the Italians will point out, it's not, it's about, it's not about quantity, it's about quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah. I don't, unless they start doing those little um, gondola rides. Just one cornia chow. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sort of thing. You Yeah, I'd be great there. <laughs> I would. I fancy a br- a, br- <laughs> a brummy gondola. A gondola. I'd be into Come that. on, lads. <laughs> Pop on. I've got my long stick. Oh, there's a dead horse in there. Where's that come from? <laughs> that war there yesterday. That war. <laughs> Birmingham Canal tours. <laughs> Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I'm about to send you something on the WhatsApp okay. uh, group on the on the radio show WhatsApp group. Um, this has just gone into my front garden, Steve. Okay. Uh, That's know, not you. We talked about it on. <laughs> we talked about it on the radio. Oh, there it is. It's uh, yeah. Chitty chitty bang. Oh, you got it on a little revolving. Yeah, I got I like got a lazy to- Susan. Yeah, yeah. You can it's turn it around. You if you press play on that little video, that's the. I'm uh, watching it. He's, he's pushing it too fast. That's the, <laughs> Look at that! Is, is it going to? Oh, is it going to rotate itself or? or no, or do you no, have to, not gone mental. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? <laughs> you bought a, you bought no. a clapped-out prop and you put it in the middle of a concrete circle in your garden. Yeah. And there's a man pushing it round. I mean, you might as well go the old log and put a motor in. <laughs> Get a giant cloche over the top. Oh, I tell you what, kids love it. They've been on it every day. Wow, look at that! There it is. Look at that. So there you go. I'll uh, I'll do a little post on uh, on on Twitter for it. But um, essentially, if you're listening to uh, to the show uh, a little while back, at uh, the beginning of the first lockdown, there was a um, there was an all the shops were closed, weren't the they? <laughs> all the shops were closed. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> and there was an auction for the props of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is one of the favourite shows that I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was all the props that, and I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't buy the the real thing that went for twenty odd grand. The car, yeah. But this, yeah, the real car, yeah. Um, but this one, which is the wreck they find in the junkyard, that they they eventually turn into uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, I got to say, it's not what my wife's calling it, although it rhymes with it. <laughs> Yeah. What's it made out of? Is it made out of metal or is it made out of like fiberglass or something? Uh yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of metal. Uh a bit Will of it rust is what I'm asking if you leave it. It won't rust. No. Yeah. I'd be more it'd be more likely it would just sort of some of it might just turn to a bit of mush. Um okay. but I've had it um <laughs> I had to get a fella in to Ron seal it, basically. Yeah. yeah so he's well. he's he took it away. It does exactly it, what it says on the tin, that's I mean, it doesn't exactly. actually. In this on this occasion, <laughs> not on mentioned. This occasion, on the tin. not mentioned at not all. Not mentioned on the tin. anywhere on the tin. Oh. No, funny. Get in touch with Ron Sale. But yeah, I got a guy. I got a guy to. Um, he's basically gave it about five coats and a bit of lacquer, mm. and then said to me, um, "That'll be good for three me like three hundred quid as well. Like it wasn't a cheap thing to do." Um, but I was like, "Fair enough." And he's doing, and I'm not going to do it. So that's yeah. that's how business works. Um, I think so. And. Yeah, I think so. And uh, so he's he's done it. He's, 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 he said, "I've waterproofed it." He said, "But I can't give you any guarantee." Okay. <laughs> Even though on right. his website it's all like da da and guaranteed. But obviously he's used to he's talking about fences. Yeah, he's not and, talking about know, a prop. Decking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I said, "Do you know what, mate? It's absolutely fine. I just need it to last for a little bit." 
so the kids can have a bit of fun on it. That's all. Yeah. So, um, but that's a. I think that's a pretty good dad purchase, actually. Uh, that's a. That's one of the best I've ever seen. You know. I think so. I think so. And like I said, the kids absolutely love it. And also, when I look out at that car, yeah. um, I'll be able to give my uh, chitty chitty bang bang fact. My dad What's fact. Chitty, well, what is it? Uh, that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was written by Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming, yeah. Oh, that, is that the fact? That's it, yeah. That's part of the fact. Yeah, there's more. The, re- the real super uber fact mm. is that the screenplay for the film was written by Roald Dahl. Oh, that's a that's double fact, isn't it? Double fact. Double fact. Yeah, but I just Googled it because to, to double-check it before I said it on the radio. Listen to this as a little bit of extra info. Roald Dahl knew Fleming well, as both had worked in the same espionage circles during mm. the Second World War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having adapted the Bond novel, You Only Live Twice for the Screen, so um, Roald Dahl wrote You Only Live Twice. Yeah. Uh, Albert Cubby Broccoli rehired Dahl to write the screenplay <clears throat> for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It was a move that ended in acrimony and bitterness. Oh, no, what happened? Let me tell you. Dahl's daughter, Lucy, has said that her father was open about the fact that he took the job just for the high payment and hated the experience. In 77, Dahl told the New York Times, they took my script and never used a word, adding that directors are the writer's curse. In 83, he told Twilight Zone magazine, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was ghastly. Once you get a rotten director or an egocentric director, you're dead. But they pay a lot, so you take the money and run. Mm, wow. I mean, wow. I, I, I have to agree with him there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? Mm. Um, apparently, the late director, Ken Hughes, uh, said that Dahl's script was a piece of... And then he puts a swear word in, Steve. Oh, dear, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Broccoli uh, decided not to invite Dahl to meet the Queen at the film's premiere. Mm. They start wanging on about that director again. That's what he thought. I know. <laughs> exactly. Did Queen you do doesn't it, want to hear all this. <laughs> do you know, I wrote the original script. I oh, know. Just not now. Not now. Not now. Rolled. Rolled. Not now. <laughs> uh, the biggest bone of contention was how many of Dahl's own creations remain in the film. Vulgaria, the place where, uh, where kidnapped children are taken, and the mm. character of the long-nosed net-wielding child catcher do not mm. appear in Fleming's stories, oh. uh, but were said to have been created by Dahl. Ooh. Oh, that's quite a bit. They sound like they were as well, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, the child catcher, that's pure dark, isn't it's it? It's very, yeah, isn't it, yeah. My mm. goodness. There you go. So, look, I've got some extra facts there. I can't believe it. Can't wait for the kids to get in it, for me to bore them with them. Facts on facts on facts. <laughs> Send them by facts. <laughs> My other favourite one is that in the film, um, Lionel Jeffries was younger than Dick Van Dyke, even though he played his dad. That's good. That's good. That's a good one, isn't it? Uh, Ross has got a great fact. Um, the Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimetres taller during the summer months due to the iron expanding in warm weather. That's a good one. That is a good one. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Very That's actually good. actually the opposite of most dads. Yeah. But they can often be smaller in the warm Yeah, in the warm, warm weather. Yeah, shoulders go down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the same. Is that the same of any iron-built structure then? They all expand and, and contract? I guess so, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen Sutton says, my fact that I always roll out is that the Grand Shaft is a unique triple helix staircase built through the White Cliffs of Dover. Oh. There's that, stairs that. in the White Cliffs of Dover. Really? Is I there? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm not even going to Google some of these. No, that's not bother. That's just want, brilliant. I want that to be true. Yeah, so if you're on the beach, you can get up to the cliff top just by going up <laughs> some stairs. Yeah? Faye right. Morse says, I have a fun fact and a life hack in one. Right, okay, this is good. Well, Faye's just become our favourite listener. Uh, the poison in a mosquito bite is actually a protein, which is something to do with stopping blood clotting, but it stops working, itching above a certain temperature. So if you blast your bites with a hairdryer or back of a hot spoon if you're camping, not near a plug, then all the itching stops dead. Really? Did not know wow. that. That's a great fact. Heat gets rid of the itching. I love Somebody that. told me once, another fact, I don't know if it's true, um, the sound that a mosquito makes, that buzzing noise, is them mm. gargling the blood. Oh, so if you can hear them, it. it's too late. They've already got you. They're silent. <laughs> They've already got you. <laughs> it's silent. It's, again, Whoa. that doesn't even sound true, but I'm not going to Google it. I'm just going to go with it as being a fact. <laughs> it sounds horrible if it yeah. is true. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's them. Got, got you. Got you. Ah, already got, got you. Too late. Swap me. If you, oh, you've swatted me. You have done. Okay. 
Got one of them tennis rackets with electric thing on. Good, good. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. You know, like I'm a gym guy now, Steve. Yeah, you're a gym guy. You're a yoga a guy, guy. You're a tennis guy. Mm-hmm. You're uh, what else were you? Lots well, a of guys. Lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of you're things. a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I I've been. I've been going to spin classes as well. I'm a spin guy. You're a spin class guy now as well. I'm a spin class guy. That's me. Okay. Um, yeah, so What does I, a spin um, class involve? Just like spinning around in a circle till you're giddy and then falling over and going, let's do it again. Is that what a spin class is? That's what I always imagine a spin class is. Yeah, I, I wish it was that. That sounds a lot more fun than actual yeah. spin classes. Uh, mm. No, it's just uh, you're just cycling really fast on a bike. Oh, that's not to I don't really know why they call spin what the no, why they call spin, spin classes. No spinning involved other than the wheel. <laughs> literally no spinning involved. Unless you're just counting the turning of the uh, you know, your feet. I don't yeah, know. No, it seems a bit awkward, yeah. Spin, yeah. I don't know. So I'm sure someone will let us know with another fact on yeah. their social media. Doesn't even have to be know. verified. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be verified. Uh I um I do like to follow a lot of like personal trainers now. I like listening to them. I think some of them are good fun. What, uh, just a guy did, what James advice? Well, yeah, like there's a guy called James Smith on Instagram. He's very, he's very funny. He's very good. Um, but every so often, and I've got one, like I've got a mate of mine, Callum. Uh, he's very good as well. Uh, but sometimes they come up with stuff that sounds outrageous. Right. Roxy Sullivan in Bristol uh, has been in the paper this week. Uh, a personal trainer encouraging her clients to eat takeaways to say that it helps weight loss. Ha- Right. How how how's this? How's this? <laughs> okay. Is this, it to do with when you get hungry, your body? Is it that you know, and it sort of stores no. fat? No, it's not. I don't think it is actually. What I was think, her name again? I, I actually, agree, Roxy Sullivan. She sounds like a character out of Chicago. Yeah. She, well, the first part is yeah. Um, she, uh, I, I sort of agree with her, right? So she's helped dozens of people shed pounds since becoming a personal trainer four years ago. 32-year-old from Bristol who also works as a ring girl during boxing matches and model. Okay. So she's got a toned figure, yeah. you'd imagine. She hasn't cut out any treats. Instead, she says moderation and tracking her food intake is the key to her success. Okay, interesting. You do interesting. not need to remove, this is, and this is how I've lost two and a half stone now, and this is how I've done it. You do not need to remove takeaway or fast food from your diet to lose weight. In fact, mm. I encourage my clients to have them on occasion. Moderation okay. is key. If you crack open the Pringles and you can't stop, I mean, to be fair, that is the advert. That is their logo, it. isn't it? That's their thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's their whole thing. Their whole business is based Once on... Once you pop, on not- make sure you do it in moderation. That doesn't sound as good, does it? <laughs> doesn't, it's not as good, yeah. Um, she says that you find, need to find a way to stop yourself from binging, uh, but that doesn't mean you can't have treats. In fact, mm. I think they're a great way uh, of rewarding yourself after some hard work. Uh, drinking lots of fluids, eating pro- high-protein diet is another way of keeping that full feeling. Um, her mission is to tackle obesity. Her mission is to tackle obesity. She said that many apps and fitness trackers overestimate how many calories people burn. This leads to the overeating and then wondering why they're not losing weight. She says the only thing to lose, the only way to lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit. That means consuming less calories than your body requires to maintain Mm. your weight. If you are not losing weight, it's because you are not in a deficit. A personal trainer who encourages fast food. It makes sense. It makes all makes sense. Well, you said you've lost two and a half stone. You sent me one text yesterday that just said Nando's with a question mark. So that proves proves that point, doesn't it? I know, because Nando's, you can have Nando's. It's a treat, isn't it? You can have them all. She said she can have them all. all. The thing is, right. I'm just gonna. This is how I'm gonna explain it very basically. This is how I've done it. Okay, my body burns, let's say, two and a half thousand calories a day. Yeah, that's what they and say standard that. for a for a bloke, isn't it? For a bloke, yeah. And that and you're burning that even if you just sat on the sofa doing nothing. Mm. That's just what your your heart beating, your lungs going, your blood pumping. That's just what your body is burning. Mm. Even if you've done nothing today, you're burning that. So if you then only give your body fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred calories. It's got to find that cat, those that energy from somewhere, and it goes. Oh yeah, yeah there's a bit of uh, Chinese takeaway on his ass. Yeah, I'll use that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it that's works. Ba- yeah, that's yeah. basically how it works. Yeah, so it's, it would. But just to counteract Roxy's argument, she says people overestimate what how much calories uh, they're burning mm. by doing nothing, and you've just said just sitting on the sofa is two and a half thousand easy. So maybe you're falling <laughs> into that trap as well. Well, just doing nothing. Yeah, well, not that you're allowed to. You can't. Have, well, you can have the pudding. You can, you have, can the have the pudding as a treat. 
have a pudding <laughs> as a treat. You can. Yeah, I think that's where you Depends go. Depends what sort of pudding if, it all, is. All the diets, all the diets in the world, your Weight mm. Watchers, your, 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 your Slimming World, your Keto, your Cambridge, your Herbal, oh, all keto. the diets. That's the dullest one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, um, they don't have like, to go on about it, the Keto people. Oh, don't they just? Oh, don't my they? life. All the diets work on the same principle, which is having less calories than you burn. That's, yeah. that's how they all work. But, you know, you, you can't make any money by doing that, can you? No, more walky, less bicky. You can't say that, can you? But that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, let's finish off uh, the show, Steve, with uh, some quick-fire dad facts. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, back post on Twitter. The book Train Spotting by Irving Welsh is the most shoplifted book in the UK. Good. Didn't know that. Great Good. fact. Great yep. fact. John Smith. An elephant is the only animal in the world to have four forward-facing knees. Is that true? Okay. Yeah, okay. That <laughs> I love it. Good. I love yeah, it. Okay. I'm not even going to check. I'll be like, oh, it's the rhino. I don't I know. Don't check any of No, I don't want to. It doesn't matter. Every time I see an elephant now, I'm going to go, do you know? An elephant is the <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is that's what all I need. For. Yeah, I'm just giving all the dads some stuff today to just throw yeah. in if you fancy it. Yeah. Um, Amy says pineapples actually contain a flesh-eating enzyme, which mm-hmm. is why they leave your mouth feeling fuzzy if you eat too much. This is well. It's like when we had the thing with about the figs before. Oh yeah. I think all of these facts should be say the fact and then go. Mm-hmm. Don't Google it. Just after you've said it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Kevin Richardson, dad fat. Vimto is from Manchester. There's even a statue for it. Don't I've Google it. it. There is, actually. I've seen there it. It's is. like I've carved out of wood. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Dan Bolton. Maggie May was the first UK number one to have a mandolin on it. <laughs> That's a stupid one, but Don't I love Google it. it. <laughs> Don't Google <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, Lindsay. The first street lit by electric lights was in Mosley Street in Newcastle. Yeah. Okay. Ian, this is a good one. Longest word you can type using only the top row of keys is the word typewriter. Typewriter. I knew that. It's a good one, Very isn't it? Good. Very, Very good. Very good, isn't it? And Kel says ancient Egyptians used to use things like olive oil and crocodile dung as birth control. Don't Google <laughs> it. <laughs> Please, de- and certainly not at work. Yeah. <laughs> My God, that sounds horrendous. Private you just browser. get me a uh, crocodile dung on, love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh. Just before we start this. <laughs> no, you're right. I've gone off I've gone off the idea actually. Do you know what I mean? A little bit of an headache. <laughs> this cave's really dark and the hieroglyphics <laughs> are making me go all dizzy. All right. You said that like yesterday, like This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Uh, happy Father's Day, Steve. Happy Father's Day, Jay. I hope you have a, a lovely day. Hope you get spoiled rotten, Steve. Hope you. Well, we can, we can but hope. Better than that. Yep. <laughs> we can hope, but only dream of yep. a Father's Day. Uh, but no, hope you all have a lovely Father's Day if you're celebrating today. Um, obviously, happy Father's Day to your fathers, whether they're still with us or not. Uh, well, you're re- remembering some of our uh, dear old dads. Uh, and of course, those people who haven't got dads around and have to do both of those jobs. Uh, fair play to you as well. We'll be thinking about you. Have a top, top Sunday and me and Steve will see you same place, same time here on Absolute Radio. <laughs>